You know what's coming. Your daily deep dive into everything Utah Jazz. It's time! All season long and even in the offseason, it's Jazz Daily with JJ and Alex on your exclusive home of Utah Jazz basketball. 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Basketball, give me, give me. Still working the dribble on the near side, can't get it to Clarkson. Now he does, there's only 10 on the shot clock. Clarkson dribbles off his leg and turns it over. And Wagner goes the other way to dunk it, and this one is over. That's a little frustration in that voice. Hey, Jeremy, that's the clip you went with, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't blame you. I mean, that is kind of a critical moment in the game, right? I mean, that's how everybody felt. Yeah, look, Jazz Magic, I think because, J.J., every game now, we're kind of talking about how the Jazz are going to be behind the eight ball the rest of the season to an extent. So – expectations have shifted even just in the last couple of weeks, certainly since the trade deadline. And here we are now. The Jazz have lost uh, ooh, seven out of their last eight. Yeah. And have fallen off considerably and have uh, now hit the – are they in the 12th spot in the West now? They're still – Oh, they wish. <laughs> <laughs> Did the, I say that out loud? They're still in the 11th spot, but they are <laughs> – But they're four, and a half, they're four and a half games – out of it from the uh, – did I say that? Uh, five games. So, excuse me, five games five games off of the – The Rockets just won't win games. Come on, Rockets. Help the Jazz out here. They're trying to con- They're trying to avoid the convey. Hey, they're only one – avoid the convey. Worst, uh, that's, t- that's, worst that's, T-shirt ever. That's the ever. theme of the year. <laughs> worst I'm going to get ever. my T-shirt. Avoid uh, the convey. <laughs> so, they're one and a half off of that 11th spot. Now the ninth and five back of the, uh, the Warriors. Warriors now. The play-in is not even what. Come on, it's not going to happen. Not even what? They're not even trying. Come on, they were too. Those kids working their tails off out there. Uh, hey, Taylor Hendricks went back to his went back to his college town last night. It was actually kind of cool in the post game when he was look. They didn't win, but you could hear the smile on his face. I mean, he was like, uh, "Listen, I." He's like two years ago. I was in Markel Fultz's suite with his agent because we have the same agent. <laughs> He's like, I was in the suite. That's cool. In Markel Fultz's suite, and now I get to play here against him, right? And so that's a uh, that's a cool thing. But the Jazz fall seven out of eight. They've lost. The Magic are not a bad basketball team, but uh, takeaways from last night's game. It was not. First of all, it was a really short bench, right? I mean, you only how many guys did they end up playing? They only played. Uh, they only played nine guys total last night. And we were talking about how the eight-guy the eight guy rotation might be kind of where they go the rest yeah. of the season. But, man, you, you, you had 14 minutes for Bryce Sensabaugh. Uh, Lucas Shamanich. Uh, Shamanich is uh, getting in for, ele- for 12 minutes is not your favorite thing as a fan to hear, but that's where you're at here. Yeah. Keontae George, though, another bright spot for the young kid, 19 points and 9 assists. I think the 9 assist number is what I really love, too. Yeah. He's facilitating, and he's actually making some plays. So if there's something something that I liked from last night, it was uh, that Taylor Hendricks was feeling it a little bit. I'd like to see 
I mean, he's, he's, he's coming up close on those double-doubles, and I think that's what you, you're going to want to do is be that guy. That's how you show that you're, that, that you're buying into the Will Hardy system is going out and not just trying to score, obviously, but because his, when you're a rookie, scoring is hard in the NBA. No doubt. But you can go in and you can get rebounds. You can go in and you can be – you can out-athlete guys under the hoop and you can be a little bit more aggressive. You certainly are going to have more energy maybe to some of those guys. So a 10-7 and seven night for him. Overall, though, the Jazz uh, – if you're Larry Markkinen, you just must be really frustrated right now with your guys and not with them in particular but just the situation you're in because now you're two years into being at this place and last year at least you were an all-star. This year, you can't say that, and your team is in a worse spot than they were last season. Well, how about Jordan Clarkson, who's, you know, kind of in the same boat. These are veteran players. Clarkson, obviously, a little more veteran than Lowry, yes. but still. Bad night for Jordan. These are guys JC, that yeah. want to compete and win and, you know, play in the playoffs and all those things. They have goals they want to achieve. And, you know, you have to question, do their goals match with where the Jazz goals are right now, realistically? Uh, that's tough. That's tough for them. And this is where you really test whether a guy is a true pro or not. This is where you require professionalism because this is when it's hard. It's hard for Lowry Markkinen. And I'm sure that some of this is wearing on him, which might explain the dip in his numbers. Uh, 6 of 15. 4 of 7 was nice. But the 6 of 15, uh, you want a little bit better production out of him, your best player, 18 points. But we all know what this is about. I'm not going to come here on the radio and, and, and try to gloss over that and we, we know what's going on here. I mean, you're playing Bryce Sensabaugh 14 minutes when he never played at all before the trade deadline. Uh, you're, you're trying to get Keontae George all this experience. Taylor Hendricks played 27 minutes last night as a starter. 10 points, 7 rebounds. But I really want to focus on Keontae George because I do, like you, I think that was really positive last night. You know, he didn't play well against the Hawks. Nobody did. No. But uh, it was nice to see him bounce back in a way, 19 points. Nine assists, but the, the number that stood out to me as you were talking, I'm looking at his assist numbers, but I look a little farther over on the, uh, on the stat sheet, two turnovers. So your assist-to-turnover ratio, 9-2, to two, that's over 4-1. to one. That is pretty darn good, and that's what you need out of a young point guard is once they can, become, can become efficient and they can play make and also not turn the ball over, then you got something, and that can really help accelerate uh, his his development and his success and your team's success. But yeah, Alex, we know we're, we know where this is at. We know what's going on here. Um, you know how hard are they trying to win these games? I mean, the players are playing hard. That's not what we're questioning or talking about. I keep t- explaining this. The losses are baked in because of who's in your rotation, the lack of experience, and in the NBA, everybody's good. So three or four plays in a game where experience matters, that's going to be the difference. And that was last night. The, the Jazz played well. I thought it was really nice how they bounced back after stinking up the joint in Atlanta. <laughs> they played really good against the Magic. It just wasn't enough. Why? Because they just don't have enough horses right yeah, now. Yeah, the Magic are a better team, too. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah. And, and they're in their building. Bottom line, that's it. That's how it goes in the NBA. If – if you make three or four more mistakes than the other team in their building, you're going to lose. So you're talking about, you know, hey, this is your lineup. This is what you're getting. It's a little bit – it's it's difficult because 
this is who you're playing. That's why you're going to get the losses yeah. that you are. But you're also trying to do something. You're not you're not uh, you know submarining your team's uh, you know chances because you're punishing them. <laughs> you're you're trying to do something here, and it's a tough thing for them to understand. But also Bryce Sensabaugh, who's now in the last four games has averaged about 15 minutes a game and about three and a half points a game. What's Bryce Sensabaugh? That's a guy who we've been waiting to kind of get totally healthy, yeah. you know, all season and 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 facilitating his minutes, of course, because they've gotten to the point that they are, uh, you know, trying to get to those those L's more than they are the W's. Then. What do you now? What can you expect out of a guy like Bryce Sensabaugh? Like, what are they? What's best case scenario for Bryce Sensabaugh, Danny for Danny Ainge and Justin Zanuck? Well, if you're looking at what Bryce Sensabaugh did well before he got to the Utah Jazz, before the NBA, the dude can shoot. He's a scorer. He can fill it up. He's a guy you want to get the ball in his hands and let him go get you a bucket. And so, what I want to see him do is get comfortable doing that in the NBA. Uh, last night. Two points, 0 for 2 from the field, just two shots from a guy whose game is getting shots. I mean, I want to see more from him. I want to see him get more looks. I want to see him be more productive. And I, I understand he's only been playing, what, like, you know, six, seven games at this point in the NBA now. This is a lot to ask somebody who was taken middle of the late of the first round. Right. But uh, this is what he does. This is what his value is. Let's see him do that. Let's see him get the ball more. Let's see him get more looks. Let's see him build that confidence and show the Jazz and show the NBA that he can score at this level and do so consistently. Uh, he's going to have a chance to start to prove that. Now, do you expect him to do that every night as a rookie right now? In this situation, of course you do not. But you need to see signs. Just like we see moments with Taylor Hendricks, moments with Keontae George, you want to see enough moments with Sensabaugh for the Jazz to believe that he's someone they want to invest in long term. Because, look, the Jazz are going to get, possibly, if they don't convey. Oh, boy. Three, two first-round picks, and a high second-round pick who would likely be on the roster next year. So you're going to add three more young players to your roster next year with the three you just took? You're not trying to get younger. What you're trying to do is acquire more assets. And so somebody like Bryce Sensabaugh, if it's like, you know what, I'm not seeing it, he could get moved because the Jazz would have that luxury. So it's important for these young guys to show that they belong. The Jazz... I don't think they're I, – I think you think, oh, a rookie coming in the league, is they're going to have a lot of patience for them. Right. I, I don't think I believe that. I think they need to see a certain level of production and a certain amount of uh, ability at the NBA level from them quickly in order to say, okay, we want you to be a part of our future. Right. And we, that will impact our draft decisions coming up in June. Or our off-season plans, or you show enough in this stretch. If you're the if you're Jazz front office, you know Taylor Hendricks, Bryce Sensabaugh show enough, and it's like, okay, we've got our eye on this veteran player. This team is starting to tear it down. Okay, they're not. They, they realize their championship window is no longer. They're going to start tearing it down. There's a veteran player that we think can make a difference. They go to that team and say, hey, did you like Bryce Sensabaugh? Did you like what you saw from Taylor Hendricks? We have these first-round picks, and we got him. What do you think? This is how the process occurs. Right. So both sides here want to see some production, something to get excited about. So if a guy like, uh, I, I mean, in the end, when you see kind of the guys that they're rotating in, 
and the guys, uh, you know, how many minutes. You're, you're almost seeing a prescribed amount of minutes, right, for, for all these yes. guys. Uh, but the prescribed amount of minutes for guys like Jordan Clarkson and, and Larry Markinen are, are almost always going to be in that 35-plus category. And, and what, what ends up being the end game for a guy like Jordan Clarkson? Because I know that everybody knows, it, it, you know, and, and we've talked about this a lot, how July ends up being a little bit more exciting, or at least the summer ends up being more exciting. Uh, you know, free agency becomes where the Jazz, that's one of the two places because it's not going to, or, or not free agency, but like, you know, the trades that are available there, right? Yes. Because nobody goes, hey, I want to get to Utah. You know that's my number one destination. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, they figure out while they're here, like, oh, this is an organization that's committed to, to, to getting some W's long term. Uh, but the trades and the draft, okay, those two things, as we're approaching those, what's the, what's the idea? Who are the guys who are right now untouchable when it comes to those? Because trades obviously can happen around the, around the draft as well and the day of the draft and while they're drafting. So – uh, what does it look like? I mean, last year we weren't expecting anything to happen. I, did the Jazz not have a pick last year, or was it? No, it was two years ago. Remember, they didn't yeah. have picks, and then oh, they, they ended had up three picks last year. But you're right. Yeah, they, they, Danny Ainge. I, I talked to Danny Ainge last last season, and they, it, it was boring. Right. He, it wasn't fun for him. No. He wants to have picks. He wants to be able to do things, and so they went out and changed that, and and it was much different this year in last year. So. Uh, it's a good question, Alex. What is going to be the goal for the offseason? I think it just depends on what opportunities present themselves. You mentioned Jordan Clarkson. Is he a part of the Jazz future or not? Uh, I think fans would love him to be. But do you want to ask Jordan Clarkson to do this again? No. And he'd probably even say, hey, if we're doing this again, could you maybe I'm figure out. something out with me? Like, please. And who would blame him? Not one person. Right. Okay, so... If, now here, let me flip this here. So you've got Lowry as well, who wants to win. These guys want to start winning games. So you, the Jazz could go either of two ways this, this summer, and I think it just depends on what the uh, opportunities present themselves. What if that veteran player that we didn't expect becomes available and they're able to make that move that's going to change the franchise, and they can pull it off, and they can keep Jordan Clarkson and Lowry Markin in here because the team they're taking it from doesn't want the older players. They want the younger players in the picks just like we saw with what the Jazz pulled off with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Then you keep Jordan Clarkson, you, and you, you obviously you invest in Lowry Market in long term, and then you're off and running. Now, if you realize that that deal's not out there, it's not going to happen this offseason, we owe it to Jordan, and maybe you owe it to Lowry Markkinen. Maybe you owe it to him to kind of consider things because there's going to be a lot of teams that say, hey, Utah, what would it take? We'd love to trade for Lowry Markkinen. And we want to be that team that gives him right. that long-term extension. And if you're the Jazz and you're still three or four years away, maybe you have to say, okay, well, maybe we need to think about that, depending on what they're going to throw in there. Hypotheticals. All hypotheticals I just said. These are the options the Jazz are going to have this summer. And because of all the picks and all of the things that they've acquired and the players they have on the roster, they're going to have a lot of options. Whether they, whether they have the opportunities to use those options or not, we will have to wait and see. But whatever that option is or whatever presents itself will determine the future direction that they take in the offseason. Man, I'm just uh, looking at a tweet that you just sent me. <laughs> That's depressing. Although it's kind of nice. Let me explain it. Uh, because this happens periodically in the, in the game of golf. Yeah. Remember when, was it Tiger that carded the, did he, did he, 
Did he have a 12 on a hole? It was at the Masters, wasn't it? He just he kept shooting over and over he the bunker. He had a moment. It was I like can't a 10 or a 12. It was. Yeah. it was something bad like that. And you're kind of like, oof. Yeah, but then you go, he's one of us, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> not <he's> really. Not. <laughs> but we'll always. The lies we tell Right, ourselves. but we'll always do that, right? We go, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But you just sent me a tweet. I don't know who this golfer is. I don't either. But he's on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yes. And he's six or seven putted, six putted from about four feet out. It looked like if you're having a bad day, I want you to think about that. It looked like your brother-in-law at the putt-putt golf. He six-putted on a Friday night from about four and a half feet out. So if you're feeling bad about yourself on a Friday, if you're feeling bad about your golf game or your handicap, I want you to think about six-putting from four feet. All right? the latest news and notes from the league and the locals in the NFL. JJ and Alex bring you the NFL Blitz ah! on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Oh, look who saved the day right now. Matt oh, Roll. Oh, Matt Roll. Thank up. you. Did you did you read his mind that he wanted a diet coke? He knew it. Is it that obvious? Yeah, look at him. I got the. Uh, it's that obvious. I'm a diet coke drink. I got the Red Bull. As an F1 fan, uh, I'm lamenting the fact that that Red Bull is probably going to win every race again this year. Yeah. It starts up this weekend, by the way. We have there you our, go. We have an F1 podcast. We do at KSL Sports. We uh, did it this week, and we're back in the swing of things. Uh, myself and uh, Dan Jimenez. the uh, president of Chatbooks. He and I do a F1 podcast, if you can believe it. Because Shameless you, plug. Because you know what I needed in my life? What? And my wife is very much a fan, too. Hey, you know what we need from you? Another sport that you're interested <laughs> in. And I'm all, Did not oh, no. see that coming, did she? Oh, I'll do that podcast for free, sure. Uh, now, the good news is also for her is that they are usually weird times. But she's not awake. So there those, you go. those 4 a.m. starts? <laughs> yeah. I'm not waking up for those, but I still get up early and watch it. Uh, by the way, we're giving away tickets right now. Caller number 12 to 801-575-ZONE gets a – is it just a pair of tickets? Not that that's a bad thing, but a pair of tickets to Real Salt Lake tomorrow. First home match of the season, you can catch Real, uh, and we are going to give you those tickets. You can also hear it, of course, right on our station. Uh, and I think tomorrow – yeah, I think you're going to be able to hear most of the whole thing. On on uh, on the KSL Sports Zone, you might get a little bit of post game interrupted by the Jazz because they're playing tomorrow. That's right. But uh, first match of the season, first home match of the season, I should say, after their two nil loss to uh, Miami, of course, that started off everything. Uh, they come home, and you're going to be able to see Real first home match of the season. Eight zero one five seven five zone. That's eight zero one five seven five zone. You get a pair of tickets to see Real tomorrow. Oh, what's the weather going to be like though? Uh, now, a good thing about soccer is they don't they don't uh, they don't cancel rain, sleet, or snow. You, just soccer's like football; they'll play. But uh, bundle up, everybody! Oh, new, it's a the new, new kickoff? kickoff will help a little bit. We'll see if the rain stays away by two p.m. when they when they end the, the you're match. You're being you're being generous. You're being generous. Hey, you know I what? I mean, I'm not weather guy, but it doesn't look good. Hey, the riot's going to show up. Okay, it always does. So let's go. All right. 801-575-ZONE. You get a pair of tickets to the to the, the Real match tomorrow. Okay. NFL Blitz. Right off the bat, this is something we may mention at the beginning of the, of the show, but we didn't really get to it. 
And I wanted to make sure that we got to it because I don't know. Now, hold on a minute. Who's this? Uh, what's his name now? Dude, I'm already forgetting it. Tyler Owens. Tyler Owens. Texas Tech. Texas Tech product. And one of the guys who likely is going to, if not has already, he's supposed to be a sub-4-3 guy. And that will get you on a team. <clears throat> Ask Javelin, uh, Javelin Gidry. If you're fast, yes, you can. You will. A team will give you a shot or two or three, and so he's a defensive back. Plays for Texas Tech. Is at the combine during the interviews at the combine because you know that's part of the whole thing. You know, GM's got to get to know you, and the media wants to get to know you. He was asked about some of his beliefs that had apparently come out earlier in the day because he was talking about his. Thoughts on Flat Earth, which he was like, hey, there's some validity to that. And everyone went, huh? Oh, <laughs> Excuse no. you? And that's At when, the combine? I know, that's when everybody scoots forward and goes, no. Could you elaborate on that? I know we were working on some of the audio. It was a pretty bad. It was kind of bad audio. Jeremy, are we going to try to give it a shot? I don't know how excited we are about it. It's such, a, it's such bad audio, but let me just give you. You got the quote. We got the quote. JJ, I brought this up to you, and I said, Dude, this cat, Tyler Owens, is making a name for himself for all the wrong reasons at the Combine. And he said, quote, I don't believe in space. Huh? So Flat Earth is not even, Flat Earth is like a little further down the line than this. I don't believe in space. And everyone said, so how did you get to that point? Well, I did a little bit of investigating on my own. I don't believe in space. I'm real religious. So I think we're alone right now. I don't think there are other planets or anything like that. No space, no planets, and flat earthers might have a point. Tyler Owens might be in the NFL next year. Now, <laughs> you and I both talked about this, and I go, he better run a, he better run a sub 4-3 because there's not an organization out there who's going to be like, let's take a flyer on this guy who's okay. You better be elite speed. And, J.J., you just told me, at least at the broad jump, didn't he beat everybody? Uh, I have good news and bad news for Tyler Owens today. Uh 12 feet, 2 inches on the broad jump. Yeah. It's the second best broad jump in combine history. Bad news, he ran the 40, pulled up lame in the middle of the field. Oh! We did not get a time on yeah. Tyler Owens. Uh, it must have been the interplanetary pull. <laughs> it's that darn gravity. The, the gravitational pull Gravity's impacted not real. by the moon that's not real. <laughs> uh, He's, they're all, have you ever been to the beach? Yeah. You ever seen the waves? Yeah. I think there's space. I think there's. Uh, I think there's a moon. Um, he said, "I think we're alone right now." What is he looking at though when he looks up in the sky at night and sees the moon? What about? Look, I told you before. One of the best things I ever did in terms of my education was I took an astronomy class up in Washington. All right, astronomy kicked my butt grade wise, but I learned a lot. One was that space is real. Now, yes. Now you might as be- if you hadn't looked up in the sky <laughs> and noticed that before. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what he thinks is what he thinks. I'm sure exactly I'm going to get a, something on Twitter says, "Hey, you guys are being ignorant. You guys really need to do your research." Yeah, okay. I'll look into it. You guys haven't done your research. I think you brought it up too. You I know. have, and you you guys need the, to do your research. <laughs> the internet has given us all of the information we could ever handle, but part of the the pendulum swinging the other direction is is it gives us all the information. Yeah, <laughs> even the stuff that is. <laughs> What, oh, reality? Analy- what was it? Analytics. The analytics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Patrick Waugh. Patrick, don't call me Roy, Waugh. 
With we don't like analytics when you're in the bottom of the league, and we like it when we're in the top of the league. Uh, I'm telling you. Even the analytics say that there's space and planets. I just want I want to have a T-shirt that says, I don't believe in space. Can you make that for me? That's Actually, incredible. Uh, print me a hoodie. Someone's on it already. I know. Someone's already doing it. Thank you, Tyler Owens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, Tyler Owens, uh, congratulations on your uh, thoughts on this. I do want to get to the combine again. Caleb Williams, who is the projected number one overall pick in this year's draft to go to the Bears, likely, is believed to be the first player ever to skip. Or no, is the first player at this combine or ever? Because there are some guys who can't. There's some guys who just don't do it uh, because they're not invited to the combine. There's some guys. Now, if a team is interested in you, the combine they don't just do medical evaluations, JJ. They absolutely, like, they dig into every little thing that could have ever been a part of your medical history because they are going to make millions of dollars of investment in you. And Caleb right. Williams has skipped medical evaluations at the combine. I kind of don't care if you're the number one overall pick. You don't get to say, I'm skipping the medical evaluations. Sure, you, you do. But what? You think the Bears are going to be like, you know what? Caleb Williams, he's a generational talent, but he wouldn't do the medicals at the Combine, so we're going to pass. But, but hold on a minute. Because he's the first overall wouldn't pick. It, wouldn't an owner? If he was I a third-round pick, he wouldn't be able okay. to have this power. Wouldn't an owner go, hey, listen, I kind of want to get some physical going on here because, well, one, you're required. He's going to – if the team picks him, then they're going to have to do it anyway. He'll do them on team visits, he says. And I think there's only one team he's going to visit. Maybe two or three if his agent hears some things about uh, a team wanting to trade. Well, up. he did say they did say that they do actually, like, they have a general kind of exam that goes on, and then other teams can do kind of extra stuff. They'll bring, they'll bring, uh, uh, you know, their own medical team in and kind of look at uh, yeah. if you have extra questions. But I think we've all known there are people whose careers get sidelined before they even start when they find something wrong with them, and. You know, a team's making a few million dollars from investment. I think it's crazy. This just shows this is another thing that I just don't like about Caleb Williams. Like, just the thing where you go, no, I'm good. There, no one tell no, you. They go, no one's ever said no to the medical exams. He goes, yeah, yeah never met I me have. before, did you? <laughs> he has rubbed me wrong ever since Pac-12 Media Day two years ago. When him and uh, and his head coach come in, they're wearing, Every, they're everybody wearing suits. wears polos. They're wearing suits. You're out in the sun. It's Southern California. It's July. Everyone's in their polos, and he comes in wearing his ten thousand dollars suit. That they, they, they had got. And they walked a, in late, by the way, and they did it on purpose. Do you remember it, it? And it was Gucci. Oh yeah. The whole thing was I got yeah. this Gucci suit. Yep. And uh, and you remember too? They had. And he so wouldn't. Do, he him. wouldn't do individual interviews. No, he, no, They no. made him do a big scrum. So stupid. Yeah, he's he's a he's a guy I wouldn't hang out with. And then the the the, the uh, when Utah beat them. Just not going out in the middle with all the other players and shaking hands and stuff. No, I, I get about it. it. Look, you, it's devastating. It was a big loss for you guys. It kind of ended all the dreams you had that season. But have some sportsmanship. Go out there and shake hands, and then go to the locker room and and deal with deal with the loss. I get it. It's hard. That's part of being a leader. Is he going to do that in the NFL? Like if if he's if he gets beat by Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, is he going to sit there on the sideline and whine? And then walk off the field and not go shake their hand, dude. This is the NFL. I kind of hope he does because everyone else is going to go. I think he's going to do hey, exactly buddy. what I just said. Hey, buddy, because he thinks he can do whatever he wants, whatever he wants to. You, are, he's going to come into the NFL 
He will be the 27th best quarterback <laughs> in the league this year, right? Uh, I don't – there's no way he's just going to take off. I, I don't believe it. Uh, I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Uh, you know why? Half of the reason is going to be because he's going to go to the freaking Bears, man. That's not going to help. And, and so he's going to go out there, and we're going to do this whole, well, gee, shucks, it's his first year, and, you know, the Bears are kind of trying to figure some things out. All right, dude, I'm telling you, it's going to be bad news. Mark it down. Caleb Williams might not be a bust, but I do think that he is not going to be nearly the player that we have all uh, been told. Oh, it's a generational guy. Then do generational things at uh, at a school that you're at. Okay, do it at a play a blue blood a blue blood program. You're not like going in and winning the Heisman at a place that no one's ever heard of. You're going in and you were the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman, and you just showed up and won it. And you know what else you didn't do? You didn't win anything else. No conference championships, nothing of importance. You sat around like a baby. You know what? Mark it down. He's going to be the worst. He's going to be the worst uh, quarterback in the league this year uh, for efficiency numbers. Boom, got it. It also doesn't help that Chicago's where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah, either that or it's uh, New Jersey. I know. I can't oh, yeah. remember which. Uh, <laughs> both, both have a bad track record. Caleb Williams going to be like Caleb Williams is going to go in there. Go, or uh, Justin Fields is in there going, yeah, man. Oh, stinks to be you. So sorry. Joseph. I'm over. I'm over here. I'm over here enjoying this new. You know what? This new franchise that likes that that uh, that does that makes good decisions, man. Nobody Come was on. more happy about the Bears getting the number one overall pick this year than Justin Fields, because he's going to get his ticket out of town. They're going to trade him to an organization so that wants him. Oh yeah. And he's going to go thrive somewhere else. Okay. Mark it down. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we've got tons to go around the corner, so stay with us. 97.5 BKSL Sports Zone. <laughs> Wrapping up the hour with our picks for the best and worst moments on today's show. As JJ and Alex want to hear your best and worst of the day. All right. Welcome back. 97.5 EKSL Sports Zone. We're here at the uh, Slorex. It's just uh, S-L-O-R-E-X. It's the Salt Lake Outdoor and Off-Road Expo right here at the Mountain America Expo Center here in Sandy. Again, if you're thinking to yourself, I'll just show up Sunday. This is a Friday nope. and Saturday situation only, okay? And that's why you got to come down and check out the ridiculous toys that are here. Um, we're going to chat with one of our guests in just a moment here. But before we do, some best and worst here. Let's go first over some uh, some best because we have some state champions to be crowned. Uh, now, of course, basketball is one of the funnest things. Like, I love football more than anything. And the state championships, of course, that you guys cover yeah. and, and are a huge part of is a huge deal. But I think going to a basketball game at a state championship, that's what I used to love when I was in high school. You go, maybe take the day off, you know, and go and, and you go up to the, you know, for us it was the it was the Tacoma Dome. Go down and check yeah. out the, the state championships down there because it was a full arena that was transformed into a basketball court uh, and, and, you know, fitting 20,000 people in there to watch it. And that's what's going on up at the Huntsman Center for some of these bigger classifications. What do we have state championship-wise here? All right, Eugene? the 5A state championship on the girls' side has been claimed. And once again, Bountiful repeats as champion. They defeat Wasatch 60, uh, sorry, 62-35. to 35. Not close. Taylor Harvey, 24 points, 8 rebounds. Malika Satuala, 19 points, 8 rebounds. Taylor Harvey, 6 blocks, 4 steals as well. They've been dominant. 
they repeat as champions. Lone Peak, the Knights have won a third consecutive state title on the girls' side. The Knights take down Copper Hills 65-47, to and they were led by Shawnee Nordstrom, who had 16 points and four rebounds. Kennedy Wolston had 15 points, six rebounds. The uh, On the boys' side, the 5A state championship in progress right now, late in the fourth quarter, Olympus now has an 11-point lead over Alta, the defending 5A champs, late in the fourth quarter. So the Titans are just a minute away wow. from a state championship taking down the defending 5A champs, the Alta Hawks, but Alta just hit a three. Ooh. They're trying to stay in a great game there at the Huntsman Center. Later tonight, Corner Canyon uh, will take on Lehigh for the 6A state championship. You can watch all these games streaming live on KSL What? Corner Canyon and Lehigh are in a state championship against Shocking. one another? Your home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars is right here on The Zone. This is JJ and Alex, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back. Final segment of the program. We've had a successful day here at Slorex. The Salt Lake Outdoor and Off-Road Expo. I switch them out. I say Off-Road and Outdoor Expo, and I'll say Off-Road. I'll say Outdoor and Off-Road Expo. It's all the same. Haven't told the wife and kids yet, but I'm going to sell our home so I can buy the uh, <laughs> $95,000 side by side. You know what? You could probably have the kids sleep in the back. Yeah. Or, or oh, whatever. there's that box on top, though. I too. didn't really think that far ahead, Alex. There's that box on top. I was a little impulsive on my part. How old's your youngest? Seven. Boom, right in that box. Yep. He fits. Perfect. You throw a snack up there every once in a while? Yeah, and if they if they act up, get a little naughty, just kick them out. How about a yeah, $95,000 UTV? Could you imagine? No. I would like to be able to, but I can't. Yeah. You can't. You're not even allowed to imagine it. No, I'm not uh, even allowed to look at it. <laughs> so, interesting stretch here for the Jazz. You've got a, you've got one more on the road here before they come back home for a couple of games. Tomorrow against the Heat, then they come on Monday back home to play the Wizards. And at this point, J.J., I would say, oh, man, that Heat game is going to be kind of tough. Might be a tough one to win. Oh, but they come back and they play the Wizards. They'll win that one. <laughs> there's no there's no game now. There's no, The yep. Bulls are going to be there on Wednesday as well. There's the no Wizards game. didn't win in the month of February. Right. There's no game where you should feel safe about, no, uh, about not, how things nope, are going. There so, is not any – no um, safety. Now, so, so Jazz at the Heat tomorrow. It's going to be a 3 p.m. tip-off. You're going to hear that uh, pregame at 2 o'clock on 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. Let's hear what Will Hardy had to say about this uh, Jazz team in the win er, – the win. That's hilarious. <laughs> not now. Uh, the uh, loss last night uh, against, uh, against the Magic. Here's what he said about uh, late-game situations, which is where uh, they lost it. And I felt like down the stretch there were obviously a couple of plays that just didn't go our way. I thought Keontae drove and maybe got fouled. They came down and Suggs ends up hitting a three on the underneath out of bounds. We go back the other way. Lowry gets a good look from three and misses. And this is the one possession of the game where I just feel like it shows an area of growth that we need to, to reach, which is it's a four-point game, minute five left, and Bancaro gets the ball in the post and – we're disorganized. Banchero. Banchero. Pretty good yeah. second-year player, man. He's really Jalen Suggs. Carroll's great. Jalen Suggs was hitting all the threes. Didn't see that coming. As a, <laughs> He's gotten as, better this year. As a 
guy who had to watch him a lot at Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, to see him starting to come around a little bit, you go, oh, yeah, he's a good player. You yeah. forget he's a, he's quite a good player. All right, Jazz tomorrow versus the Heat, and then they're back at home for a couple of them, uh, next week at the beginning of the week. They're back on the road again. Uh, JJ, did you have fun at Slorex today, bro? I had a blast. I don't want to leave. All right. Uh, for Parker, who is hitting all the buttons here, and for J- uh, Jeremy, who's hitting the buttons back in Salt Lake, JJ over here, I'm Alex. We will uh, be back again for another edition of this program on Monday. We'll see you then, everybody.